Good evening, Rob. Evening. How are you feeling? I'm feeling actually quite good. Good. I'm genuinely pleased about that. I'm not. No, you sound dreadful. What's wrong? It's just, uh, it's, it's nothing horrendous. It's just a really, it's, it's the CES, whatever it is that you get on the plane when you come back. The CES um, flu. The flu, which lots of other people seem to have as well, and just won't go. It's just it's this really annoying cough, like dry cough that you can't get rid of, and a really deep voice that you can probably hear, and just feeling worn out. Very, very annoying. Annoying because it's not, you don't feel ill, you just feel uh, It's been the since I got back, so I'm just grumpy, I'm just moaning about it, but um, I'm not grumpy actually, things are great, it's just, it's just annoying. I haven't got time for silly, silly illnesses. Oh, well, I hope you uh, get over it soon, because <laughs> you. uh, you've got some exciting news coming up, haven't you? Well, we've got a big list here. Well, it's not, a, it's not a huge... I mean, people don't see the lists that we, we work from. This is actually relatively short, isn't it? Um, I should also say that Rob is the one who normally puts the hard work into that. But, uh, but the stuff in here is actually quite fairly significant, isn't it? Um, should we start with something that I didn't think I'd talk about today? Yes, let's do that. That's all for a little while. Um, yeah. I, I'm 99% there signing a lease for a new studio which well, is um, very exciting isn't it yeah it was very very unexpected completely out of the blue um i say out of the blue i mean there's there's a to, to put some context around this where we live about half a mile away there's a, a little um sort of industrial complex fairly new place where they've built these kind of prefab you know metal structures that have been turned into offices and all sorts uh, not many of them, probably about six or seven of them. And uh, there's a cake place there. So Jen occasionally goes there to buy these massive cakes, which are just amazing. And um, every time she goes there and comes back, she says, you know what, that would be perfect. That that would make sense for the studio. Because um, there are issues here. I don't know if I, I think I probably have whinged about them before on this, on the podcast. But And you've been here, so you've, 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 you can kind of place it now, can't you? Um, Should I have a guess? Go for it. The parking is dreadful around there. Yeah, number one complaint, which sounds a bit like who cares, but it's it really is a problem. So we've we've got like a row of car parking spaces at the front, but you cannot get into those spaces. You can, but it's a you know it's real you know battle to, to try and get one. So that that is a pain in the backside. And um, having been there, yep, I can vouch that you are not exaggerating about the road noise. And in actual fact, there was like police sirens when I was there. We did the podcast in your studio that time. Yeah, I'm glad you've. I'm glad you've experienced it because it's not just me, is it? But um, something something I've never spoken about, which I think I should, is the fact that there's a tractor retailer just down the road, <laughs> and it's taken me three years to work out. It's well, I knew it was there, but you know, you, you put two and two together and think there's, there's always something every three or four minutes that goes past that's really big and really noisy. It's tractors, obviously, in the middle of Warwick because they're selling tractors just down the road. That doesn't help when you're recording stuff. Um, equally, behind the studio, and I have, definitely haven't spoken about this, I'm getting more comfortable talking about it because I'm leaving. Rob's smiling. Um, how do we put this? Um, turn safe search on and Google fetters. That's all you've got to do. 
Don't do it in front of your kids. Um, they've gone, funnily enough. So behind me, I mean, Rob, did you see Did you see the, the kind of thing behind the studio? I don't think you went around there, did you? I didn't, no. You kind of got out of your Uber. <laughs> Came straight in, didn't you? Um, oh, yeah, sadly, I did, I did not have time to go and purchase any of their apparatus. Yeah, so that I'm, I'm very conscious I've asked people to, to search for something which you do need to be very, I can't stress enough, you have to be so careful Googling what I've just said. I won't, even, I won't repeat the name. Um, but basically, they, they, they've gone now, but they used to be based behind, it's a business, legitimate business, based behind this studio, and they spend a lot of time banging bits of metal. And I won't explain why they bang bits of metal, but they turn metal into stuff, basically. Rob knows what I'm talking about. Um, so anyway, that, that's been an issue because it's noisy. Um, what else? Uh, security. I mean, it's, it's a, a secure bit building, but I always worry that I'm going to come in one day and everything's gone. Um, and what else? There, there's something else. That's oh, it. You've got your alarm system, it. cameras all over the place. It's pretty secure. Yeah, it could be, it could be worse for that. Um, don't get me wrong. I, this, this place means a lot. It means a lot to me because it's, it's been my first kind of away from home studio. But um, there are there have been a few issues which I wish I'd known about a little bit more before I started. But you live and learn, you know, all the rest of it. Um, but anyway, so to cut a long story short, this new place fixes all of that stuff. And it's two and a half times the size of this. Um, and equally, you can, again, because you've seen downstairs here, it's wasted space apart from the toilet and the, and the kitchen. Um, both levels are, are very usable because they're about 900 square feet each. Whereas the entire building here is 670-ish, I think, square feet. So it's much, much bigger. Um, and, uh, yeah, parking literally right outside the building. Um, proper security. Uh, and it's it's set way back as well, so there's no there's, there's a road that comes past, but it's quite far away, and it's a, it is genuinely a very quiet road, and it's just down the road from the house. It's just unbelievable, um, yeah. And out of the blue, this this particular unit came up, and uh, went to look at it, and straight away it was the right one to go for. So, do uh, do you even need a parking space given the the noises the diff in your M two's been making? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't tell! Oh God, it's still there. Yeah, again, for any, any car people listening. So my, my M2 is at BMW at the minute. It's been there for two days now. They've got it for three days. And um, with a suspected broken diff, differential. And it's done 10,000 miles, which you wouldn't expect. And it's a 2018 car, so it's not a young car, but it's you wouldn't really expect a 10,000-mile a car built by BMW uh, to, to have a broken diff, but I'm still waiting for that fateful telephone call, although they have, they've already mentioned a goodwill because based on the, you know, the age and the, the mileage, but I'm not looking forward to that phone call. Oh, well, fingers crossed we'll it's good news. Fingers crossed. Um, oh, so, when's, yeah. when's this happening? When's it happening? It'll be March, I think, yeah. So we've got, we've got about a month, but that means I've, we've got to sort out this place, obviously, and get another tenant and what have you, which shouldn't be too hard. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's just come totally out of the blue. It's, it wasn't planned. I wasn't planning on leaving here for another couple of years, probably. Um, but sometimes these things happen, don't they? Things happen for a reason, and I've been a great believer of just going for stuff if it makes sense, really, if it's a bit of a risk. It's not much of a risk, really. It's, it's a bit more expensive, but not, not, not that much more expensive. And... Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's a, it's a it's a blank canvas as well, so I can do pretty much anything with it within reason that I want to. So well, we'll have to we'll have to do amazing. another episode of um, eight or sixteen there, Rob. I'll have to get you over again. Good plan. So that was a big bit of news. Uh, I went to Germany as well, as one does. 
as you do, with honour. That was very nice. Uh, I can't talk about why I went there, because it's the, the thing that we went there for is embargoed until mid-February, I think. Can right. put two and two together with this, but um, it coincided with the launch of the Magic V2, their flippable, foldable thing, which finally came out in the UK and Europe, having been launched in China last summer sometime. So it, the trip was kind of around that, but it was around something else as well, which is the embargoed thing. Um, and without you know giving too much away, um, it was being held at Porsche, Porsche in um, yeah. Lipsy. Well, the, the the Porsche edition V two is on the, the website. You can't buy it yet. It is it's there, isn't there. it? I'm just I'm not allowed to say anything about it. Right. Well, I mean, I if you want to know about it, it's on their Rob website. Rob can talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I literally can't say anything because I've this is how this industry works. It's a bit ridiculous. But so, um but well, it was yeah. lovely of honor to take me there. Very nice, very nice. Lovely people. Um and I got a tour of the Porsche factory, which was amazing. Where they make the is it the Macan, is that how you pronounce it? And the Panamera, I think, as well. Um couldn't take any photos obviously because it was all top secret and stuff, but um literally saw them building the cars from a bit of tiny bit of metal to a yeah, subframe and then put the everything on and amazing, absolutely incredible. What a ben was there, but oh, yeah. lover of tech, yeah, and he was absolutely in his element. Kept talking about it for the entire. He's got a whole channel about cars, isn't he? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so yeah, that was good. What do what do you think about the the Magic V two? Have you you've not held one, have you, or used it? Or? I haven't, but obviously I know. I've so I watch all the things, so I think it looks like the least worst foldable to date. Um, I think, yeah. I, sorry, I was going to say, I don't think you'd be as angry about the crease as you would be on, let's say, the the fold. Hmm. It's just got other benefits, hasn't it? Because it's it's so thin. It's ridiculously thin, stupidly yeah. thin. Um, and you know, it hasn't got like the stupid bezels that the the Pixel Fold has. It just it looks like a nice device. So I don't know whether the pre-order offers are finished now, but certainly when I looked the other day, because it's like seventeen hundred quid list price. Yep. But again, with the old extreme coupon stacking, there's there was like a uh, a pre-order discount, and if you could, there's there's a place you can go on the website where you can fill out a form and tell them that you're switching from an iPhone and then they'll give you another 300 quid off. Um, and if you pre-order, they're throwing in some Bang & Olufsen headphones, which is pretty mad, and they're like 450 quid on their own. Um, and if you've got another Honor device... If you've previously purchased another on a device, you can enter the serial number for that and you'll get another hundred quid off. Anyway, long story short, you can get one for about a grand. Or you could we, the other day. I don't know if those those offers are finished. Not sure. Which is very good for a foldable phone. And the only fly in the ointment is that it's using last year's processor. Because I mean this it's only just launched here, but it actually came out a year ago, didn't it, in China? Mm. So so it's a little bit long in the tooth. I, I don't know that it would make any difference, practical difference day to day. It, it seems to be very whizzy. The, uh, it looks very iOS-y, doesn't it? <coughs> it does, yeah. It, it really does. Um, I think for a, a grand, if you, if you, I don't, like you said, I'm not sure if you can still get it down to that, but a thousand quid for that is, is a good deal, I think, for what you're getting. Um, well, I mean, if you can, I'll stick the links in, hmm, the, in the show notes. Um 
yeah it's it's the least worst yeah i think the the cameras aren't up, up to snuff there's always going to be a compromise with a device that thin i think um yeah no wireless charging um no official ip rating either which i can imagine will be something yeah people are, are concerned about but yeah it's, it's compromises but when you see how thin it is you kind of i think you have to accept some of that stuff Just very quickly, I've noticed in the chat, uh, Louise has just asked um, if I had a courtesy car because of my M2 being at BMW. I, w I wanted to mention this quickly because I, I do have a courtesy car and they've given me a, let me get this right, an iX1, which is like their entry-level EV, uh, kind of SUV thing. It's brilliant. You know, I, I got in, I got in, because I, I think I've mentioned before, we, 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 we want to change our family car, our, our petrol Tucson to a, an EV and... Um, this is the first time I've, I've gotten an EV and, and immediately thought, wow, this could be the one that we're going to get. So, mainly because of the noise it makes. Um, have you heard about the Hans Zimmer thing? Mm. So Hans, for those who don't know, I, lo I love this. I, I was thinking about this while I was doing the washing up earlier. I'm, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Now I've heard it as well. So for people who aren't aware, Hans Zimmer, the you know, famous uh, com uh, movie uh, composer, BMW have, uh, what would you say they've done? They've, they've kind of um, almost licensed him to to write the theme tune, if we can call it that, or the no to write, to compose the, the noises that their EVs make. So if you buy an expensive EV from BMW, well, not even an expensive one, the, the new X range from, from um, BMW, the noises it makes when you put your foot down on the accelerator are composed by Hans Zimmer, which I'm a car guy anyway but that's just the best thing that's ever happened to the the automotive industry ever and when you have you heard it i haven't heard it no it's just amazing it, and it i mean it just sounds a bit like a spaceship and it's just a kind of rising um I'm not sure what it is it's just an arising kind of synthy type sound that he's obviously done and it, it's just so addictive addictive to the point that you could end up just constantly you know putting your foot down and crash into a tree but what a way to go, you know, being soundtracked by Hans Zimmer. Um, but yeah, I've, you got me waffling now, Louise. But yeah, they've given me an IX, IX1, I'm sure that's what it's called. Um, and I'm very tempted to get one now, I think, because mainly because of Hans Zimmer. Never thought I'd say that. How do you feel about the look? I don't mind it, actually. don't actually mind it. I'm still not a big fan of the big grill, the big fishy grill thing at the front, but... That's where we are with BMWs these days, unfortunately. Um, I don't mind it. It looks like a kind of slightly squished, in a good way, X5. You know, kind of a... Yeah, it's, it's smaller than what we've got. It's small, a bit smaller than, than the M2 son, but I do, there's something about it I like. Interior is lovely as well. It's very fast as well. It's very quick. It's got a boost thing on it. You put all this boost thing and it... it for 10 seconds you get the full beans from the um, about 500 newton meters of torque don't know why you'd need that going to tesco's but again Hans zimmer soundtracks it so who cares um what are we talking what are we talking about Robert? if you want to stop this podcast now i'm a bit delirious <laughs> because of illness if you just tell me we'll finish we'll just wrap up and we'll, we'll go home uh, <laughs> what did we start talking about before i started talking about Hans zimmer and bmws I can't remember. Oh, we were talking. Well, we were talking about the Honor V two, the foldable. Yeah, That's it. it. We did. Seems did all right. Worry. All right, isn't it? fine. Brilliant. Um, S twenty four Ultra. Yeah, you've got one. I have. I'm fascinated because I've not really kept up with you. I've, I've seen a little 
few things that you've mentioned on the Discord server, but I've I, I'm fascinated by your take on this phone. Before before I say, I mean, I've said stuff publicly, but I'd love to to get your take on it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll start at the beginning, right from the the unboxing experience, which is is fine. It's okay, um, but when you look at the stuff that comes in the box, it is underwhelming for a was it £1,300 device, when you consider the stuff that came with the Nothing Phone 2, you know, the, the SIM release tool and the cool transparent USB cable. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, I do. Yep. Have you got um, it there? Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, you're going to focus? I mean, that is a cool USB cable. And the, the sim, I don't know where the sim tray tool is. That's also got a kind of cool. Um... Oh, hello. What have you broken? I've knocked over my light. <laughs> so the uh, green screen oh. probably went all funny. I'm going to start that again, aren't I? We'll leave that um, in. No, let's not leave that in. Take that out, Richard. <laughs> so, right, the S24, start at the beginning, unboxing experience, the stuff you get in the box is underwhelming. It's a £1,300 device, and the, the SIM tray tool, which I think I've got right, is, I mean, I, don't, it's, I know it's just a pointy stick. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter, but, I mean, it, it does to me. I mean, that of, of the SIM, SIM tray removal mm. tools... It's not, great, not is it? snuff. It's not as good as the iPhone one, and it's certainly not as good as the Nothing one. I always use the Nothing one. I, I love nothing, the Nothing one. It's the coolest, isn't it? Why? Yep. So yeah, they they need to. I didn't even get this one out. I, I, I literally didn't get that one. Get the um, the S twenty four one out. It's right. still in here, I think. And then you look at how the cable is um, packaged. I've not got any of this stuff out apart from the phone. It's it's glued, right? You got the the uh, the cardboard fixings that sort of keep the cable neat are, are all glued, and it's just it's a bit unpleasant mm, isn't getting it? out. Again, when you compare it to your nothing phones and your iPhones, which have got like a nice sort of origami folded cardboard. Do you know what? Do you know what I mean? That's not a great experience, is it? I've just done yeah. that. That's so it comes off. So that was right. the. That was it's not a great cable either, is it? It's a it's bit. It's not. Yeah. It's a bit poo. So that was underwhelming. However, all of that, you know, you can cast aside the moment you switch it on, and you notice how much less reflective the display is. That anti-reflective coating that they've got on it is. Oh, this is this is the best mobile display I've ever seen. No question. Thank you. Right. So <laughs> I I. I've just realised I've spent this entire podcast so far looking at my screen rather than looking at the camera. So apologies for everyone watching this on YouTube. But um, I've I made that claim in my video, which has gone ridiculously viral over the last two days. Um, and I've had a lot of people tell me that factually that's incorrect. It's not the best display on the market. Yaddy, check out this other one from some you know phone that no one's ever heard of is, is better. Um, this is subjective, obviously, to a degree. But I, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because I, I was starting to think maybe I'm... There's also a lot of chatter out there at the minute about dull colours and it sounds like there's a batch of S24 Ultras that have got an issue from what I can hear. Uh, I, think, I think mine is one of them. So uh, okay. 
switching between vivid and natural doesn't make any difference. I haven't even tried that. Let me just try it. I've turned mine off. <laughs> There's a reason I've turned it off. It's got no battery either. And there's a reason for that as well, which I'll explain later. Um, yeah, I'll try that so, later. Yeah, so I, I, I got it out of the box. I was like, mm, all right. Turned it on. Immediately noticed how much less reflective the display is. Immediately noticed how it ludicrously bright it gets. And it's the usual punchy colours. Um, and the, the bezels, the uniform bezels around the outside, because that wound me up last year on the S23, where it had a little chin. And I, and I praised, again, the Nothing Phone 2 because that also has uniform bezels and that pleases me. I like the fact that the display is flat. Um, yep. And I like the, the natural titanium colour because I'm just into that at the moment. Then I put it into the free case that they sent, the official Samsung-branded vegan leather case. And it is unpleasant frankly i don't know if it's, yeah. that's going to come out the texture is like that of you know the, the interior plastics on a cheap car yeah so it's like getting the dashboard of a nissan micro out of my pocket every time i pick it up so that's going to have to go at some point because it's horrible it really, genuinely feels unpleasant do not buy the samsung the official samsung vegan leather case because it's grim you want banks or pitaka not sponsoring this by the way but those two brands make very nice cases for the s24 just saying that does look horrible though yeah and then i started using it and uh in terms of fluidity it's 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 ios smooth now isn't it i like yeah. all of the changes that they've made to um they basically they fix everything that used to annoy me about it so i'm just flip you know sort of having a flick through now it's a lovely thing. So apart from the fact that flipping between vivid and natural doesn't actually make any difference on mine. And you're saying that this is a known fault, is it? I've seen a few comments, yeah, from people saying it's, it seems to be a, it seems to be a batch a batch issue. I've not tested it on mine, to be fair. But I, I will do. So I, mean, I don't know that it would. Won't, maybe it will come out on camera. So look, there's that's that's vivid. Although it's, yep. I've got the green, I've got the chrome keying on, so it's going to look awful anyway. That's natural. I imagine okay. they look the same, but I, so I, that looked very similar here. Yeah. Didn't look any much different. When I get the S twenty three, the it, it's very noticeable. Like just, I mean that that's hugely saturated. I, I, this isn't yep. this is this is a pointless exercise because my chroma keying <laughs> is ruining it all anyway. But you see that that I think even on camera that looks you that looks say, more yeah. dull. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't work on mine. Um, And then I took both the iPhone 15 Pro Max and the S24 Ultra out with me when I went out with my daughter, took her swimming, and then we went for treats afterwards. Let me click on the link in the show notes there and have a look. Which camera took which set of photos? Okay. I'm looking now. So, uh, where's it gone? So you've got camera A and camera B. Uh, why is that link not working? There we go. Uh, right. Mm. 
I'm going to get you, this wrong. You, you, you will need so if you're looking at it on Discord, you will need to open the the photos up full frame. Okay. Because otherwise the HDR doesn't kick in and they look very flat and dull. You know, on the in the Discord app. So if you if you open them up, uh, each set you'll be able to scroll through, swipe left and okay. right. Yep. Can I take a guess that camera A is the S twenty four Ultra? Okay. That's yeah, my guess. Have you had a look at Deck B? Yep. Just looking at them both. Are these portrait? Are they or? They're, so they are all on the standard, uh, you know, the main sensor. Main zoom lens. As they came out of the camera on portrait mode. I think I think the first one, camera A, is the S24 Ultra. Okay. And which, which set do you think looks better? To my eyes... It's close. They're both good. This is the problem with these, some of these comparisons. I, they, I think they both look great. Um, they're also different, getting too technical, but they're, they're different. There's different framing going on, so it's different, difficult to to judge, I think. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick number eight, camera A, whatever that is. Okay. Well, I can tell what you camera that? A is the iPhone 15 Pro Max. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I... What do I, you think? What's your What's your favourite? I also prefer the the photos. So, so I mean, if you if you really pixel peep, there are some things you notice. So I, I hear what you're saying about the framing being different, but like she's four years old, she wouldn't sit still. So I did my best. Yeah, very similar poses. Um, so yeah, so I was obviously I, we were both sitting in the same place. Both sets of photos were taken in the same lighting conditions at the same time, the same subject on the main camera. No messing around. Yep. The iPhone nailed the focus on five out of five shots. The S24 Ultra fluffed it a bit on two of them. Hmm. It has cranked up the colours and made her orange again. Like the, you know, the saturation. I think I complained about this with the S23 Ultra, that it kind of yeah. made my kids look a bit orange. Uh, it, it's, it does it to a lesser degree, but it still does it. Um, and I personally find the portrait effect offensive on the s24 ultra it makes it look like we're sitting on a train platform and the lights in the background are that of a train whizzing past it sort of it just turns the ambient lighting into like a motion blur effect it's made it so blurry but not in a nice way in my opinion so yeah so i felt that the focus the colors the portrait effect including the how well the iphone masked the photo hmm. um I thought the iPhone did a better job. So, uh, unfortunately, that means I'm going to have to stick with my iPhone for another year. I'm not surprised. I think I think, I think think Samsung have got to do quite a lot to win you over, really. I think they're getting there. How have you found the, the slow shutter speed? Oh, that's much improved. I think that's much better. It is, isn't it? I was, I was surprised. I mean, I, I think in my review, um, I spent a bit of time taking photos of the dog and... Um, my my son and that neither of those well eddie bless him the dog does stay still a bit more these days because he's older but they both move around and you probably remember that the s23 ultra just couldn't handle that at all it just cocked it up every time whereas the s24 did a really good job actually it was much more reliable um it's still just just south of the the iphone in terms of like you say reliability um and i think if you do i mean the camera a is definitely more natural the more you look at it like you say, there's definitely an orange um, tint, isn't there, to the to the um, the S24 stuff. But I really like the camera. 
on the S24. I mean, yeah, no, me too. So, I mean, the, the 5X is brilliant. Mm. I think the, the, yeah. the new sensor, the new higher resolution sensor, I know, like on paper, everyone's <laughs> crying because it's not 10X anymore. But I, I think that the 10, if you do the, the digital 10X, which is just a crop of the new higher resolution 5X, it's mm. there or thereabouts, in my opinion. It may be even slightly more usable, I would say. Because the, yeah. the, the 10x yeah. on the S23 Ultra was was silly, um, but that that 5x is such a useful. I've I've taken I've taken some lovely photos with that 5x. Mm. It's a great a great focal length, isn't it? Um, have you been AI AIing it? Have you been getting your Galaxy AI on? I have. So oh, I don't know how much I use it. So I like I like the fact that you can rotate a photo without losing any of the because normally if you have to uh, level the horizon you'll lose some of it because it has to crop it in and then with this new generative ai it can just fill in those gaps so you don't lose anything you're just adding stuff where you've rotated the your original image slightly what's quite amusing is that anything that you use the ai feature on has that little ai sparkle water mark in the bottom left hand corner but you can go straight into your gallery and then (laughs) remove and it then, with AI and then you and then use the object removal tool to take it off again so I like I like it was a nice idea Samsung but yeah. <laughs> you can just go in immediately and take it off again I did wonder if when you did that it would just reappear like it's impossible to get rid of because it's you've used AI again but it doesn't you can get you can actually get rid of it can't you <laughs> okay so, um, um circle to circle to search rather have you, have you managed to find a use for that it's not really it's quite cool i guess but it's not ex- well a it's not exclusive to the s24 it's not it's not, it's not um because google also are bringing it to the pixels but all of the other ai stuff is also going to come to earlier galaxies yes yep it is indeed so the the main killer standout feature for the s24 ultra is uh <laughs> not really worth it is it? We did use the interpreter feature in Germany. Or oh, Ben yeah, did, to, funny enough. Yeah, to get into your, uh, to, to ascertain why you were unable to get into a karaoke bar. Yeah, we just wanted to go have a little sing. And um, <laughs> this guy, perfectly nice bouncer, but he just, he wouldn't let us in. And we couldn't quite work out, work out why. And I suddenly said, hang on a minute, we, all of us, like everyone in this group had an S24 Ultra because we were all like tech reviewers why don't we try this interpreter thing? So Ben quickly whipped it out and it did work to be fair. And um, it was fast. It did, did the job. We found out the karaoke bar was fully booked. So we had to go and get McDonald's and sit miserably in the hotel reception instead. But um, it, that was useful. I mean, how often are you going to use that? I don't know. The same thing with Circle to Search, which funnily enough failed during my, my review. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but they, um, I tried to take a photo of the FX3, the camera in front of me. Didn't quite nail it first time. That was amusing. I've uh, I've had to adjust the sensitivity of that circle to search feature because I found that because I, I turn the buttons off. I don't like the row of the you know the three action buttons at the bottom. Same here. Yeah. I, I yeah. switch it to the swipey gestures, um, and I find that I keep setting off circle to search when I don't mean to. So I've had to adjust the sensitivity on that, dial it down mm. a bit. Here's an amusing story for you. Yeah, I think I put this on the Discord, didn't I? So here's a photo that I took. Yes. And I, I made it my lock screen on the iPhone. Actual fact, let me try something. Let's see Uh-oh. if this works. It probably won't, whatever it is. 
This is live. Can you wow. see that? Uh, <laughs> I can see StreamYard and then behind it, your phone. Oh, that's a shame. This yeah, that didn't work last time either, did it? I thought I'd try and share my screen. Hold on, At least you're not upside sec. down like before. Bear with me one sec. This is quality content. This is why people are subscribing to the 8 or 16. I, should, I keep forgetting to do this. Um, if you're watching, or if you're listening to this rather, and you didn't realise, we are now on YouTube. You can subscribe to me and Rob on YouTube and see what Rob looks like, which uh, <laughs> is a feast for the eyes. Um, okay. All right, let's try that again. It'd be really cool if this works. So what I'm doing here, right, is I'm screen mirroring my phone to my Mac Mini, and then I am trying to share my screen on OBS. There we go. That's working. That's working. So that photo, um, where are we? That that photo, I had it saved in my gallery. I just, you know, with one click, made it my wallpaper. And without me needing to do anything, it automatically cut out, you know, the subject and did that cool thing where it slightly obscures the uh the, the text you can't do that on a s24 not even with good lock and all of the various tools unless you go in and you manually go and crop out the thing you want in the foreground and you do some jiggery pokery so here's how it looks on the s24 yep i don't know if you can tell the colors aren't quite as good on that either so the amusing thing is the reason i'm telling you this story is because this photo that looks fantastic on the iphone i took using the 5X on the S24 Ultra, yet it looks better on the iPhone lock screen than it does <laughs> on its own lock screen. Because of that masking that Apple's doing, that I don't get why they don't do that on the, on the S24 Ultra, because it can do all that stuff. They've got the same um, emoji thing, haven't they? They call it photo emoji, don't they, where you can grab a, su a subject out of a photo and create a, an emoji out of it. So it can, it can do all that stuff. So why aren't they doing the same... You know, slightly covering the time thing, which it always looks good, doesn't it, on the iPhone and the iPad now as well, incidentally. So you sound fairly um, fairly happy, but not as um, not as happy as I am, possibly. Possibly is that is that fair? Yeah. So the 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 key the key thing for me is always I want. The device in my pocket that is most consistent most reliable at capturing mm. family moments it's still not the s24 if i were going out on my own and i wanted to take photos of landscapes and you know other stuff i i, I think i probably would take it because i think you can get amazing photos out of it but yeah no, for, for my primary thing that i take the photo photos of the most the iphone seems to do a better job but I've got three main things that differentiate my use from your use. First is shortcuts. Yep. I think it's the, the, the iPhone's sort of hidden killer feature because the, those who use it and get it and appreciate it, it, you can't really do it on Android. I mean, you've got Tasker, you've got Macro Droid, you've got various sort of things that are almost get you some of the way there. The usual story I find, you know, whenever I try to flip switch to Android, it's it's, it's so it's so very nearly there, but not quite. Um, just shortcuts is incredible. 
I've just never got into it. We, we, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? And this is what differentiates you from me. I think you've got the, the patience to dig into that and the, the curiosity to do that. I haven't really, even though you, you keep showing me things, I keep thinking that's, br- yeah, the Apple TV thing that you've done with your, uh, with, 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 with shortcuts looks, looks genuinely useful. I just, something about it. I just don't, I don't know. I just, it's like me and widget. I don't get on with widgets. I just don't use them. Did you see the movie ratings one? I did. So, not so. Just for the benefit of those listening, I have got a widget on my home screen that is full of shortcuts that will open a specific streaming app on the Apple TV. So I can pick up my phone, I can tap, you know, Disney, Paramount, Prime Video, or whatever, and it will turn on the TV, turn on the AV unit, fire up the Apple TV, and take me straight into that app. But if I, what if I don't know what I want to watch yet? I've got a shortcut called Movie Ratings, which goes off to IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic. So it prompts you for the name of the thing you want to find out about, whether it's a film or TV show. It will go off and it will find matches that it thinks are appropriate. You select the one that you're interested in, because quite often you might have a film title that's very similar. You know, like if you type in Oppenheimer, for example, there are just there are hundreds of films about mm. Oppenheimer. Obviously, you're interested in the most recent one. Um, but so it presents you with a list. You can tap on that. And then rather than having to go to IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic to, to sort of get a feel for what public perception is like, uh, it just goes and gets all of that information, plus the runtime, the cast, a short synopsis, and then presents you with some... Uh, some more buttons you can press that allows you to go straight to the page on IMDb so you can do some further investigation if that's what you want to do. And it's, it's doing all of that from the home screen without having to fire up a web browser, without having to open up an app. That's something that I do quite a lot, and I can, I've can i reduced it to you know one tap plus telling it the name of the thing that I want to find out about. And I do that for all sorts of things. I know uh, Louise is a big fan of the the camel 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 shortcut which i think i've mentioned before so if i'm looking at something in amazon without having to leave the amazon app i can get a graph that shows me the price history for that thing so if a deal comes up and they're saying it's x percent off list or whatever it's the cheapest it's ever been you can verify that using this shortcut and you know previously i would have had to quit out of the Amazon app, fire up a web browser, go to the Camel 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 website, type in the thing I was looking for. You know, there's just multiple steps required that I've distilled using a shortcut into one thing that you press. So it's very difficult to do that on Android. So that's that's one thing that's going to keep me on the iPhone. The other thing is widgets. I think I showed you this on the Discord as well. Hmm. So apologies for those listening at home. So just for those who haven't seen it, that, that's my iPhone home screen. I've got a calendar widget and I've got the Waterminder widget and it looks quite nice. I've got those exact same apps on the on the, the Android on the S24 Ultra here. And it looks horrible. Yeah, they're just, they're, 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 you know, I mean, it's functionally the same. They, they work. I'm not, I'm not knocking the, 
the capability, but it, uh, it doesn't look as nice. It's not as consistent. And that's, that's the key is that it's about the consistency. There are a number of things that the S24 Ultra is just <clears throat> is way better than the iPhone is, but they're not things that are important to me. So what I, what I want is, is good enough all of the time, not spectacular yeah. some of the time. It's interesting, is it? Because my my thing with this, cause just very quickly, I, I I need a little bit longer to come to this conclusion. But I do. I think possibly the S twenty four Ultra is the best smartphone I've ever used. I think I need a bit longer to really properly cement that thought. Um, the, the way I judge that is the fact that bearing in mind how many phones I go through, aside from the iPhone, obviously the iPhone is the constant. Um, but in Android land, as this channel's grown. I'm getting to try all sorts of things. Um, a lot of them just kind of pass through and either go back to the brand or they just end up in the phone drawer over there. Very few of them I really want to keep picking up. Um, but there's some, even with the S23 and even with the S22 to a degree, even though that was the bad times with the, with the chip, there's always been something about the Ultra or the Note, as it always was, that has kind of drawn me to it. And this, for me, again, the reason I need longer is because it's it might be you know, new new gear syndrome. There's something about this phone, though. It's very hard to nail what it is. It just, it just feels so refined. I think, um, and it is. I think possibly the the display is the is the key thing for me. I think it. I think if you put the the, the S twenty four Ultra up against the iPhone, apart from the as you mentioned the um, the anti reflective stuff, just the way it's built, the, the, the squared off. A squared off display for a smartphone looks so much better side by side with the rounded corners, I think personally, of the iPhone. I think the iPhone is looking a bit archaic in that respect. Um, and it is just objectively a better screen on the Samsung. Um, there's just something about this phone that I really, 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 really like. And I think the camera, for me anyway, has, has now got to the point pretty much where, even though it's a little bit less reliable than the iPhone, I can get by with that. You know, I, I fired off... 10 photos of my, my kid and my dog in the kitchen the other night and most of them were usable so that's for me that's fine um i forgot i've completely lost my train of thought with this but that that uh, that was it so it, but in terms of why i can't switch to it full time for me it's not the things that you've mentioned with the iphone um it's it's so it's, it's far more the, the ecosystem stuff so it's, it's the apple watch We'll come on to the Watch Six in a moment, but um, there's just no there's no competitor for the Apple Watch apart from Garmin, but that's a completely different type of competitor um, because it's not reliant on any one platform. And it is the it's the copying pasting stuff again. We we spoke about this this week, didn't we? That I know it's not for everyone, but for me, I'm copying and pasting and, and moving stuff between my iPhone and, and the Mac all the time. So then you keep going. I keep tracing this back, and it keeps coming back eventually to the Mac and the fact that. I do not want to use Windows ever again in my entire life. And I use Final Cut Pro, which is Mac only. I can't take that part out of the business because it's what runs everything and it's what I enjoy using. So it's a, but it's a really frustrating place to be. It's a really frustrating position to be in because I'd, I'd much rather pick up the S24 Ultra than the, the 15 Pro Max because I, I think the latter is it's boring. It's a, it's, it's a great bit of kit. And like I said last year, it's, a re it's the best iPhone ever made. But... It pales in comparison to this um, this Samsung, I think. How, how do you find the apps? Like, take WhatsApp, for example. WhatsApp on Android, I find very frustrating. And it's not a muscle memory thing. It's that it objectively takes more steps to do anything on the WhatsApp Android client than it does on the iPhone. So, for example, I'm in quite a mm. lot of group chats. 
And let's say that I've sent a message and I want to know if a particular person has read it before I start chasing them for the information that I require. On the iPhone, it's one swipe. You swipe from right to left and you can see all of the people to whom that message has been delivered, who has read it, and it's timestamped. To do that on the Android client, you have to press and highlight the the message. You've got to go to the three dots at the top and then you can go get information. Then if you want to get back to that message, you've got to hit a back arrow that's over the other side of the display, which is just it takes a lot more time than swiping from left to right to get the information you need and then from... Mm-hmm. So from right to left and then from left to right to go back into the chat. And then there's the, the inconsistency in in button placement and uh, replying to messages. I don't know, maybe this is just like a me problem. But I find that swiping to reply to messages on iPhone works much better, particularly if, you, okay. if you're quite a heavy emoji user. So... Um, Let's say that you're you're in the text mode, you're on the t- the keyboard, and you're replying to the message, and then you want to go into the e- emoji picker. You go and you pick your emoji. Rather than like a, you know a a, 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 a a some sort of useful swipe gesture, you have to. <coughs> there's like a little bar at the top of the emoji picker that you have to swipe down. Hmm. It, but sometimes it gets rid of the whole keyboard instead of taking you back to the keyboard. And I know there are various other ways of doing it. You can go up to uh, an, an area of the display that is not occupied by, occupied by keyboard and then swipe at the top and then that will, that will take you back or it will do whatever. The, the other thing is quite often I am wanting to reply to a WhatsApp message and I want some further context that's come earlier in the conversation. On the iPhone, if you tap anywhere outside of the keyboard, it automatically hides so that you can see more of the conversation. And then when you're ready to continue typing, you tap in the text box and you can carry on. On Again, on the Android, it's not quite as fluid as that. It doesn't happen automatically, or at least it doesn't for me. Perhaps I mean, I've gone through various configuration options, installed good lock, mucked around with various things. So I, I'd like to think I'm pretty proficient at, at One UI now, having had 3S Ultra devices in, in a row and having used Galaxy devices for many years prior. Um, so then that's just one app of many. I mean, I could, I could go on and on about this, but the the moral of the story is on, on the iPhone, the apps, nine times out of 10, you can do what you need to do in fewer steps. I agree. I think apps on Android get a, a, raw, a rough deal for some reason. Another great example of that is Spark, Spark Email, which works great. It works, in fact, it works better on the on iOS than it does on on the Mac. On Android, it's unusable, it crashes constantly to the point where I've just I've just stopped using it on Android phones. Like I just I just use Google, uh, Gmail now. Um, it's just horrendous. Uh, but I, I'm the same as you with with the, with the um, the WhatsApp stuff. It, it feels a bit foreign it feels a little bit clunky i think and I, I i do i'm not a fan of the trying to find the emoji picker and then getting back to the keyboard and it seems a bit ham-fisted but um yeah i'm, I'm with you on that definitely 100%. Oh, how are you enjoying the i mean it's not new now is it but it's sort of i think it's like the middle of last year the uh the linked device <clears throat> functionality so that you could have your whatsapp chats on multiple devices the Beeper, do you mean? Or no, not Beeper. The the, the native built-in functionality. 
in WhatsApp that allows you to have your chats on multiple devices. Not even tried it because I've been using Beeper. (laughs) Maybe I should. I've forgotten about that, to be honest. Maybe I should. So you get up a QR code and then you can scan it on the other device and then you get all your chats through. That's cool. Have you been using it? Is it working all right? Is it It reliable? It works great, yeah. There were were some caveats. I forget what they were, but um, Mm. I haven't experienced any issues so far. I'm a Beeper user now, which uh, does the job. It's it's a little bit flaky sometimes, but generally speaking, it works. Yeah. Um, just very quickly talk about the Watch Six because you you got you, I think they paid you to have a Watch Six or something. You got some ridiculous deal, didn't you? Um, wasn't, wasn't quite that. You, you ended up <laughs> you ended up with a Watch Six basically, which yeah, no, I've got as well. But you got it on now. Okay, yeah. impressive. Um, I still um, think it's the, like the best it. looking wearable there is. I think it's a lovely. I thing. agree. Is it the uh, classic you've got or the the regular? No, just the regular one. I'm not a big fan okay. of the classic. Okay. No, so I, it looks like a normal watch. I like the round face. The display is bright and crisp. The touchness is uh, it's, it's responsive. It does. It's good. Um, I, I have not had any of the problems with the Watch Six that I had with the Watch Five. So I don't oh, know if you, if you recall, I had a terrible time with the Watch Five. It just it wouldn't pair. It kept you know losing mm. connection. It, the, the voice assistant was a stuttery mess. Um, and yeah, I, I couldn't make it to the end of the day on a, on a single charge. It required charging sort of mid-afternoon. All of those problems have gone away. So uh, I, I think I could get two days out of this. That's impressive. Um, so yeah, so no, it sound, largely works. You sound quite positive. I was expecting a bit of a, a hammering. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> If you require a smartwatch that just does some basic stuff, you know, you might want to use it to set off timers or um, record workouts with a basic set of stats, record your steps, um, you know, see your calendar items or whatever. Works great for that. Notifications are are very good. They come through reliably. Um, But it's... it is not as good as an Apple Watch, is it? It just isn't. No. Um, and again, is. it comes down to that reliability, that consistency. So uh, the availability of complications is is sort of sparse and all over the place. Um, in terms of actually using it, I find that like the lift to wake is particularly inconsistent. So I will get a notification. I will lift up to see it because it sort of dims. It's always got an always on display, but it dims when you're not looking at it. You lift up to wake. And I want to, you know, do something, interact with that notification in some way. And I can't because it hasn't registered. And so I'm tapping and then mm. weird stuff is happening. And it's it's kind of it doesn't behave the same way every time that you expect it to for no reason yeah. that that you have caused. Um the touch bezel is a complete nightmare. I t- I had to turn that off. <laughs> So, you know, if you've got a particularly long notification <coughs> and you're scrolling through, I found that I kept, you know, it kept interpreting that as a bezel movement and then scrolling me back up to where I just came from. So that was infuriating. Um, and I still cannot dictate, you know, voice memos, mm. voice reminders into a to-do list in in any useful way. So the, the least worst way I found to do it was via Google Assistant into the, the, the new Google Reminders app, um, which you should 
but you can set up multiple lists in. So I might want to have one, you know, like a shopping list and a chores list and a things I need to remember to do for the kids list. And you can, you can do that. And if you fire up the app and you're going in there and you're, you're doing all the stuff, it, it, it works great. If you try and dictate and have your reminder sent to a particular list, it just records the exact words that you said. So if I say add bread to my shopping list, it won't put the word bread in my shopping list list. It'll just put it in whatever the most recent list was and it'll it'll just say put bread on my shopping list. It's completely useless. I've had a good look around to see if anyone else has solved this problem and I'm not alone in this. Um, is the I don't know what you can do actually with with assistant <coughs> is um, well this is the other annoying thing about trying to to dictate things that you want to remember it demands if you if you try and input something that you want to remember into a into a list via Google Assistant it demands uh, an end date and time right okay which obviously is not appropriate on a shopping list. I don't want to have to say, because I don't want to be reminded on <laughs> Tuesday at 9am. I just want it on there so that when I'm at the shop, I can look and I can see my shopping list and I can get all the things that I need. So I don't stuff. know, that's been like that for years. I don't know why that is still a thing. It's strange, isn't it? It's just, yeah. I mean, watchOS is just so polished, isn't it? To the point where you just don't think about it. It just does it, it. It pretty much does everything you expect it to most of the time, doesn't it? With a few exceptions occasionally. But um, it's a real. I, I agree with you. I, I think the watch, the the Samsung watch, looks fantastic. I think it's, it's, I much prefer round watch faces anyway. But um, I'm I mean, just getting I'm, the impression it's not. It didn't get the same level of development attention. I don't think. For whatever well, reason. I mean, did you see the news this week? Fossil have pulled out of the smartwatch market. No, I didn't see that. Interesting. I mean, Fossil have been a poster child of Android wearables for as long as I can remember. And now they're yeah. thrown in the towel. That is interesting. It's obviously not working for them, is it? Well, what can we do? All we can do is, I'm sure the Samsung Watch 6 development team are watching this now and thinking, noting down all of Rob's suggestions that it's all going to be fixed for the Watch 7. It'll be be fine it's just a shame i think yeah we, we've we've spoken about samsung stuff previously a long time ago on this podcast and it's been a case of it's just not there it's normally about the phones like the s22 ultra is like it's just crap <laughs> and it should be so good that's fixed largely now they've, they've, that's sorted um but the watch is still it just doesn't feel like a a priority for them does it Which maybe is unfair i don't know but or maybe maybe the the, you know, the Apple Watch is is just too good. It's stolen the march, hasn't it? Yes. Um, <clears throat> I've got a Pixel. I've got a new Pixel Eight Pro. Well, firstly, they sent me some chocolate uh, out of the blue. They sent a bunch of people uh, a mint chocolate thing and uh, with a very cryptic note that said, "Keep an eye on the mail for something exciting." And then, lo and behold, a week later, this came through, which is the um, the mint green Pixel Eight Pro. What do, you th- what do you think about that? Oh, couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why does this exist? Uh, because Samsung Unpacked happened, and I think 
Google wanted to muscle in and uh, do do their own little thing and try and divert attention because th- it wasn't just the color. This came along with a um, a software update as well, a, a feature drop as they call it, which included circle to search that we were talking about earlier because weirdly Samsung got that first and invited Google on stage in San Jose to announce it. And then Google brought it to their own phone two, two or three weeks later. And it's the exact same feature, works in the exact same way. Um, and a bunch of other things, including, do you remember the temperature sensor? All right, yeah. Uh, which, when that first came out, all you could do is you know, measure the temperature of your soup and stuff. <laughs> Clearly, it was designed for you know, taking your, your body temperature. But they only got FDA approval for that in December. Uh, but only in the states, so you can only do this in the state. It doesn't work. The, the feature isn't isn't here on this one in the UK. But if you do live in the states, um, you can basically. Apparently, the way it works is that you go into the temperature app and then do this with the phone across your forehead, and it measures your temperature. I don't know why. What you can do with that information, but um, so that came along with it as well, and a bunch of other stuff, little kind of things they've thrown in, but. Um, I've always liked how like the Pixel looks. I, I think it's a cool look. I think it's a cool looking phone. Yeah. But they've still got the problem with this. This um, is the, the most scratchable camera housing I've ever come across in my life. Immediately, you'd hate it. As soon as you get this out of the box, you scratch it. No matter what you do with it, just put it on the table, it will scratch it immediately. Which is a shame, because like you say, it's, it's a very distinctive part of the phone. I think you, you know it's a Pixel immediately, don't you? But it's it, it very quickly starts to look unsightly. So I'm, I'm hoping <clears throat> this year they change that that material. It'd be titanium, won't it, I suppose? That would be the next thing. <clears throat> um, we're getting towards the end, but we, we do need to speak about... There's one thing I want to pick out of your list, which we'll do at last as a silly thing, but we do need to speak about Vision Pro because the last time we spoke about, about Vision Pro was the... It was the eve, I've got this right. It was the eve of the pre-order, wasn't it? Mm. So we haven't spoke about it since. We have not. Or what I did on the day of the pre-order. No. Which was... Oh, no, we haven't, have we? So, um, well, so it's 1st of Feb now. So we, funny enough, we're doing this on the eve of the customer deliveries, aren't we? They're, they're, they're going out to people. Um, one of them is going to some random house in Arizona tomorrow. That's mine. It's my Vision Pro, Rob. It's going to Arizona. And it, then it's got to be sent from Arizona across the Atlantic to Leamington Spa. Don't know how that's going to happen or how much that's going to cost. Um, but I'm in now. I mean, I'm in deep. I've got a Vision Pro on the way. And the other complication with it, I've got no idea how much of it's going to work when it arrives. None of it. Uh, how's well, your, not none of it, but... Um, how's your prescription? It's fine. I don't have terrible eyes. I know you've, you're have always telling me about your eyes. They're not as bad as your eyes, basically. So... I am. Um, I'll be fine with it. I'll be no problem in that respect. I, I'm saying that I've not put this thing on my head yet. <laughs> it might be completely unusable. Yeah, I think you might find there's a reason they offer those <laughs> prescription inserts. I'm trying to think what mine is. So my, my, I, I, I don't always wear my glasses. That's how not bad my eyesight is, basically. So I, I, I think, I think it's going to be okay. Um, I'm doing it for the content, Rob. Anyway, I'm doing it for the. Oh, mind you, I mean, how long? Hopefully it won't be too long before they launch it over here. So if you do find you need some inserts, it should be reasonably easy to get hold of some. You might just need like exactly. you know, reading glasses inserts. Possibly. 
Yeah. But yeah, I think the, the bigger concern is how much of the stuff's going to work on it because as we know, it is some of it is region locked. Um, so you have to have an Apple, a US Apple ID, which I've set up. So I've got that up and running and ready. Um, but there's a question mark over how much of the content is going to work. So it may be that, you know, some of the, certainly Apple Music and um, Apple TV stuff is possibly not going to work or it might work through that US Apple. I, don't, I've, I have no idea. No idea what's going to happen. But um, but it's I've, I've committed. It's on the way. Well, sort of on the way. So have you been deliberately avoiding all of the unboxings and the reviews and so forth? I'm trying to, but the problem is Marquez keeps popping up on every single thing that I use, whether it be Twitter or you know Instagram, TikTok, and it's 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 weird. I think with this product because it's so new and because I'm so fascinated by it, it's very hard not to watch them. So every time he pops up saying something interesting about Vision Pro, I watch it for about two or three seconds and then think, no, 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 get rid of get rid of him. Um, so I've only seen little clips. Um, have you watched any of the stuff, any of the videos? I've got a, I've got a bunch queued up. I haven't got around to. I, <clears throat> I keep starting them, and then realizing I don't care. <laughs> so, I mean, not at all. Not even slightly curious. I, I, it's very rare for me to to click out of a video, but I'm, I've got a bunch of them in my you know sort of watch later. Um, I mean, they're all saying the same thing, aren't they? Which is, it's a bit too heavy, and uh, they're not sure what to do with it. Very cool. <laughs> but I did hear Marquez say that um, some of it is borderline unfinished. <laughs> I didn't hear any more about. It. I'm not sure what he was referring to. Um, and there's been lots of screen grabs of the what, what do they call them? The, the the fake. You know, if you join a Zoom call and you're wearing Vision Pro. Vision OS creates a version, like a, a virtual version of you. It's got a name, hasn't it? The the version of you that other people see. Yeah. And there was a picture of um I saw of I Justine and uh, MKBHD. I th who else? Someone else on the end having a conversation, but all you could see was their their the virtual versions of the, of them. It didn't look. It just it looked a bit weird, a bit spooky. But um, I don't know. I've, I've, who, who knows? I've got to do something with mine when it comes there. I've got to make it pay. <laughs> Might just sell it straight away. Should I just do that? No, I, I think Don't you should sit on it for 20 years and that's your retirement. That's not bad. Well, um, part of me does think, will, will this become a collector's item? Because it's the, if Tim Cook has got his, you know, if he does know his onions, he's got this right, then this is the start. It's like the the first ever Mac, isn't it? Because it's it's the new era of computing. It's the thing that's going to eventually replace the iPhone. So to have the original one, I'd have to leave it boxed, though, wouldn't I? I guess maybe use it once. Have you have you seen the case? Yeah, is this the 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 one that's about two hundred dollars? Hmm. It's it's a bit. Um, Looks like it needs ironing, doesn't it? Yeah, it's this. Like you buy yourself a two hundred dollar <laughs> shell suit for your Vision Pro. <laughs> Is it made by Kappa? <laughs> there's one for the nineties kids. Um, it, yeah, there's loads of accessories out there. I don't know if you've seen, but there's, there's tons of them. Because as you imagine, we are looking for a sponsor now to pay for this hugely expensive video, um, and there's an unbelievable number of, of accessories out there already, which I, I find fascinating. So they've apparently sold 200,000 of them, haven't they? That's, that's the rumour. Right. 
That sounds like a lot, doesn't that, it? That's a decent amount. I'm sure that's more it's than they thought bad, they were going to sell. If it's true, I mean, I can't remember where I saw that, but it sounds like a lot of them. Because the rumours were that they only had eighty thousand or something to for the pre for the you know the pre order thing. But so yeah, I'll uh, perhaps the next possibly the next recording of eight or sixteen. I might even have it if um, depending on how quickly we can get it over here. Uh, what customs do with it? I, I think you should do the whole thing wearing it. I won't start wearing it, Rob. I'm just going to wear it for the rest of my life. For as long as until Vision Pro 2 comes out, I'm just going to keep it on my face. <laughs> and never reference it. Just walk around with it on. Well, they wouldn't get far with the battery life. Is it, is it two hours? How do you two get, hours, how do you, get yeah. you have to carry that thing around, don't you? That battery pack. So yeah, there's Vision Pro. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, there's a list of Rob news which I'd, I'd love. I would genuinely love to go through, but we'll, we might have to save some of it, Rob. I'm afraid. But the, the thing that I do want to pick out, simply because it's got, it's a collection of words that don't seem to make any sense, but they, they, you've put them in one sentence, and it includes mini golf, labyrinth, and Jim Henson. All right, yeah. So not in that order. So there's a, there's a brilliant game, a brilliant VR game called Walkabout Mini Golf. It's very it's been around a while. It's very highly regarded, um, and there are you buy the core game and then you can buy more mini golf courses for it. Um, it was brought to my attention that you can get a Jim Henson's Labyrinth mini golf course for Walkabout Mini Golf, and it's brilliant. It sounds absolutely bizarre, but but brilliant as well. So, I don't know why that jumped out at me then, but okay. It is it's a rather odd selection of words. I'll give you that. You know, we'll click on it. Have a look just... at it. It's good. Mighty Coconut. Is that the name of the developer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does look pretty cool, doesn't it? That does look very cool, actually. Interesting. I wish so, I was still a gamer sometimes. I wish I, was, I, wish I played games. Um, is there anything else in your list that you wanted to pick out, Rob? I don't want to dismiss it. Um, well, there's a there's a PSA. <coughs> um, yes. I, I said, oh, because you know I've got my M2 Pro Mac Mini. Yes. Um, I was going through setting that up, and I was like, I noticed that there was about forty gigabytes of space less than I was expecting on a fresh install where I, I mean I, it wasn't fresh fresh I'd just gone in and I'd logged into iCloud and I'd sort of set up this and that and I was like there's like a 40 gigabyte discrepancy between roughly what I thought the amount of space I should have anyway did some investigation uh, I had selected you know the cool uh, animated screen savers yes. that sort of slow down and become your desktop I'd selected a whole collection of those um and uh it turns out it will in the background just download them all so i had 40 gigabytes worth of those <laughs> mac os sonoma screensavers um and I'll, I'll put the instructions in the show notes for where you can find them to have a look on your machine to see if you also have a comedy amount of screensavers downloaded on your machine but the moral of the story is like pick one don't say just rotate through them all because it will download them all i'm looking now because i think i've done all of them there's an option for all, isn't there? I think. Yeah. I think I've done that on all of my Macs because I, I love those screensavers. I've oh, often wondered just how big they are because they, they must be huge. Yeah. So um, well, so you can you can fire up Finder, you can hit Command Shift G, 
um, and then it's in uh, forward slash library application support com.apple.idleassetsd and then you can right click on the customer folder go get info oh actually it's gone up now it's gone up to 48 gigabytes on my machine 48 <laughs> gigabytes of screensavers let's go check mine uh, I, I, I almost don't want to check mine actually talking about the apple ecosystem I'm, I'm literally about to do copy and paste and i've just moved my mouse from my mac to my ipad copy and paste isn't working brilliant okay i won't we won't bore the audience with this but <laughs> i guess mine's probably about the same why isn't copy and paste working now let's try it again again quality content there we go okay so where am i looking sorry when i'm in here so there's Which a folder, folder called customer so yep. right click get info on that oh in, in that one okay right okay you ready okay yeah 41 gig you, you also have 40 <laughs> gigs worth of screen so yeah so if you are on a 256 gig machine and you uh, would like to free up 40 gigs of space uh, maybe turn those off yeah that does answer a couple of questions that i had actually about my 15 15 inch macbook air because that's that's running out of space i couldn't quite work out why and that's definitely why they're great. Yeah, I love so those it's fine. Though. Just just pick one. Pick one, and then you know yeah, change right. it occasionally. Uh, I yeah, enjoy yeah, being be surprised. Having... Yeah, no, so do I. I love it. But, um, and I mean, to be fair, this machine's got a terabyte on it, so I'm not too worried about forty. <laughs> but I was, it was just, I did, I couldn't understand why on. on <laughs> where's it? Where's it gone? Where? Yeah, just a little PSA for you. I like that brilliant right we're gonna have to stop there rob um and yeah next time hopefully i'll be sitting here looking at you through vision pro you can look at my weird eyes oh, weird awesome. minion eyes oh, how exciting see you then cheers thank you